Hello and welcome to New Life's Living's Podcast, where we're seeking a great life living for God. Remember 2 Corinthians chapter 5 and verse 7 talks about us being a new creature in Christ. And so thankful for that, but one thing I know for certain is although we may be a new creature, we still have old bad habits. Hey, I'm your host, Pastor Randy Hennigan, pastor here at New Life Tabernacle in Carlisle, Texas, uh, Price, Texas for the newcomers. And um, our address is 3635 Highway 42 South, and you can't miss us. We're The church sits up on a hill, and we're the only one here at 3635, so uh, come on out and see us. I want to talk this morning, today rather, uh, from a title really of an old song. I'm an old school kind of a guy, and uh, I, love, I love to sing and um, musician and all those kinds of things, and um, I like the new stuff. Uh, I like uh, the new stuff as well. Uh, I sing a lot of that. Uh, we're working on some new stuff right now. and uh, But um, I have once in a while, it doesn't hurt to go back to the old days and the old ways and the old paths, clean them out a little bit as the old saying goes. And There's an old song, you'll find it in your hymnals, just simply says, What a friend we have in Jesus. What a friend we have in Jesus. I don't know about you, but I I believe that uh, he's our best friend. He's the one the Bible says and teaches us that sticks closer than a brother. Uh, I have no brother that I know of. I am adopted. Maybe I have a brother out there. Uh, but uh, I was raised with two sisters, and uh, uh, so I don't know, you know, exactly what that might mean is having a brother somebody sticks closer than a brother but i have some people in my life that i consider my brothers i have um from the law enforcement side i have some battle buddies i have some guys that i would trust with my six any day of the week and feel like they trust me as well and uh we all have friends we all have um those that we can count on one hand that uh, will help us hide a body and never say a word uh, I believe that Jesus, I believe that in the way this thing is supposed to work, he's a better friend than any other friend you got. I want you to think about that for just a minute. Picture in your mind who your best friend is. I've got one I, I believe that I would have to consider as my best friend. Uh, we've been friends the longest uh, of those that I have, you know, left, and um, we've done a lot of stuff together. Um, his family and my family interact on every holiday. Uh, his kids call me Uncle Randy, uh, even though, uh, hey, Lord, uh, his aunt uh, even co- even knows me as 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 a, a nephew. So um, I have a good friend. I do. But as good as he is, as as close as we are, as trusting of him with my information, with my with my problems, with my uh, uh, successes, uh, as as close as we are, uh, Jesus is even a better friend than that. Uh, I was thinking we have early morning prayer here on Tuesday mornings. A lot of times we call it I call it Power Hour and. 
if I'm in town, then I, I like to come to church and pray early. And there's a few that come out, and we pray uh, for power hour. When I was here the other Sunday, uh, the other Tuesday morning, and uh, I, this song, What a Friend We Have in Jesus, came to mind. And uh, I was I was holding a conversation with God about what a great friend he was and how I appreciated him. And, how, and all of a sudden, the thought hit me. If he's as good a friend as I know that he is, because I know he's that kind of friend, I believe he's that kind of friend, the question came to my mind, simply, if he is that good a friend, do I treat him better than my best friend? Do I treat him differently than I treat my best friend? Do I look at him differently than I look at my best friend? And I began to think about the friends I have, and how I interact with those friends. And today, I, I, I want to I help you in, in a small way, but I think a very important way. Because uh, this podcast, at least this first season of podcasts for, from NLL, is, uh, is about seeking a greater life while we're living for God. And living for God's a great life anyway. Living for God gives you great enjoyment. It gives you a blessing in your life and all of these things. But there's ways that we can intensify that relationship. And one of those is in our viewpoint and how we place and view Jesus on our friends list. Uh, I have a lot of friends on Facebook, right? Many of you have many friends on Facebook. I'm pushing 3,000 friends right now, and they're from all over the country, some of them for other parts of the world. Uh, they, and they run the, the gambit from, you know, people I went to high school with, family members to people I've never really met that I only know from another acquaintance. And uh, I have a lot of those friends. And some of them, if you showed me a picture of them, I would not even be able to tell you who they were. Uh, many of them, especially some of those in the other countries that, that follow my Facebook post and, and, and watch us on uh, YouTube and what have you, uh, they, they have a name. I may not even recognize their name. It would take me a minute to investigate and to search that out. And uh, I believe that we all have those kind of friends. I believe we all have those kind of acquaintances where they're just an acquaintance. And I can assure you, there's a lot of people in this world that put Jesus in that same exact place. They don't really know him. They don't, they don't ever really have a conversation with him. They know him by another acquaintance, maybe, or maybe they know him through a loss of a family member, a funeral, maybe uh, a, a, a meeting of the preacher at a lunch. Uh, they, it's, an, it's an association, but it's not a real friend relationship. Uh, I begin to think about how I communicate with those folks, and typically I don't. <laughs> and isn't that strange? I wonder, uh, those that are listening today, I wonder when the last time you spent a conversation, some time, some quality time even, in a conversation with God, a conversation with Jesus, to do nothing more than do what friends do, catch up. Hey, Jesus, this is what's going on in my life. Man, I just want to let you know I saw you at work there the other day. Man, I just want to tell you I appreciate it. Man, if you could have just seen the look on so-and-so's face. Let's think a little bit about how we communicate with our friends. We have a style we use. We have uh, 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 the way we talk to a friend is not like we would talk to 
someone else. Uh, there's people in my life that I talk to that uh, I talk to on a very proper level, let's say. And uh, it's one of those things where you should. If I was going to call the President of the United States, and this is not a political thing, it just the ty- if I was to call the President of the United States, whoever that was, I'm not going to say, hey, dude, what's up, man? I'm not going to do that. I'm going to say, hello, Mr. President. This is Pastor Randy Hennigan. I thank you for your time. I appreciate you for giving me this small bit of time. Uh, I just want you to know that I appreciate that. This is what I'm calling you about, and I'm wondering if you can help me with this situation. Um, and, and it's different. I'm not. He's, he may become my friend later. I would hope that he would. Uh, but yet, the style and the way that we communicate, the language we use... I think it's very important. How about the frequency that we communicate with our friends? i got friends I talk to multiple times a day. Multiple times a day. The Bible says pray without ceasing. I talk to Jesus multiple times a day. I, I, I knock on his door. I ring the doorbell. I, 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 I holler at him and say, hey, Lord, I need you right now. I'm, 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 I'm searching for something. I, I need your help right now. Give me some insight. Give me some wisdom. Give me some direction. I do that a lot during the day. Why? Because I can't do this on my own. I'm living with the, my best friend at my beck and call, and it's not just my best friend. He's a creator of the universe and holds all the power, owns a cattle of a thousand hills. He, he, he's the big kuhana. He's, he's, the big, he's the big bambino. He is the greatest thing this world will ever know. He has more power than this world can even imagine, and he's my friend. So why wouldn't I use him? Why wouldn't I call him up and say, hey, man? I, I tell this story sometimes, and, and, and maybe one day if uh, Big John Goodman uh, ever hears this podcast, I doubt he does. I don't know if he would ever ever tune in, but I met John Goodman at a place called Aiden Gill, uh, a little haircut, uh, hot towel, straight razor shave place there in New Orleans, and uh, kind of down in the, low, in the um, lower garden district. Great place. If you're ever in New Orleans and you want a haircut and a shave that's that's by far most excellent, then go to Aiden Gills. But I'm sitting there, make a long story short, sitting there and in first time I ever went, in walks in walks Mr. Goodman. He sat down and I looked over at him and got a little starstruck, to be honest with you, because I love his acting and and I looked at him, I nodded, I say, Hey, hey Mr. Goodman, how you doing? He said, Good. Um, I'm doing just fine. And um, I shook his hand and said, I'm, I'm Pastor Randy Hennigan, a pastor of church in Kenner. And this is my first time here. He said, you're going to love it. And, and then we kind of went our separate ways. We was reading newspaper, whatever. And I looked over at him, and, and I looked at him, and he was very, very – he didn't look well. So I asked, I asked him, I said, Mr. Goodman, would, if, if you don't mind, could I ask you a, a, a little bit of a personal question? He said, no, sir. He said, go right ahead. I said – you don't look well to me. You look very pale. You're gray. Are you okay? Are you feeling okay? Um, he said, well, call me pastor. He said, pastor, he said, I just um, come through some issues, some health issues. He said, I'm not feeling very good, and I'm not doing very good at the moment. I said, Mr. Goodman, would you mind if I prayed with you? He kind of thought a minute, and he said, I'd like that. So I just reached over, I touched him on the shoulder, and I prayed for him, brief prayer. Gave him my card, said, if there's anything I ever do, all you got to do is call, and I'll come at your beck and call. Now, I've never seen John Goodman again in person. That was, that, that was our interaction. That was I seen him one more time 
walking down the street, and I waved. He waved back, but I never spoke to him again. Uh, is he a friend? I tried to be his friend. I want to be his friend, and I communicated that with – but did I call him the next day to check up on him? You know, I didn't. Did I six months later send him a note? You know, no, I didn't. You want to know why? Is because societal impacts create divides a lot of times. And in our case, movie star, famous guy, poor old podunk preacher from bottom side of Kenner, come from Starks, Louisiana, raised in Deweyville, not got a lot of sense, love people, but I just don't, I didn't have, I didn't think to ask for his phone number, didn't think to ask, I know he lives right around the corner, I kind of know where he lives, but I didn't. Do we treat Jesus the same way? Do we only, do we only talk to him occasionally? I wonder, the frequency with which we hold a conversation with our friends, do we use Jesus the same way? How about the time of day? I got a friend, man, he'll call me at 2 o'clock in the morning. <laughs> of course, I'd do the same if I wanted to. Uh, I, I've got a friend that likes to call early in the morning. i got a friend that, that likes to walk at a certain couple times a day. I know he's going to call me about 10 o'clock, 9.30, 10 o'clock in the morning, and he's going to call me about 1 o'clock in the afternoon. Why? He's out walking, and he's bored. He ain't got nobody to walk with him. He's out there walking for his health. And he calls me up. We have a good time, and I might stay on the phone 30, 40 minutes with him while he's walking. Do you talk to Jesus day night do you do you think about him enough to talk to him i'm just talking about the friend we have in jesus and how we communicate with him why does why does it seem that when we talk to god it should be a different kind of a conversation uh i blame some of it on on religiosity i blame some of it on the fact that you know we've read and look i'm a big fan i've got tons of King James Version Bibles. It's what I study in. But I've also got some NIVs, and I've also got some basic English. I've also got some other translations. Why? Because I want to make sure that whenever I'm preaching that I'm reaching into a world, into a lost world, that I'm trying to I'm trying to help in some way, but I need to talk to them in the way that they understand. And thee, thou, therefores, and though uh, doesn't cut it. If you if you preach in that way, more power to you. I hope your I hope your audience is from the Middle Ages and they speak Old Middle English because that's what it is. That's not even what Jesus used to speak. So if you really want to get technical with it, you're even wrong. So don't blame nobody if they like a different translation. Don't blame somebody if they use a different translation. As long as the translation is right, then we got no problem. But that's all about communication. So whenever I talk to Jesus, whenever I kneel down in front of Him, do I say? Oh, Heavenly Father, wherefore art thou today, Lord? I, I kneel here and, 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 and needeth thou to toucheth my heart and my soul. That's ignorant, bro. That's ignorant, folks. That's, that's not talking to a friend. When I kneel down, I'm saying, Jesus, man, I ain't talked to you in a minute. Been a few hours since I, since I had a chat with you. But look, this is what I got going on. This is what I need some help with. This is what I'm looking for today. We need to talk to God the same way we talk to our friends, often, informally. There's no just set times. I talk to God at church. I talk to God before I eat my meals. I talk to God in a prayer meeting. Well, I talk to my friends in other places than that. Maybe you just need to go take a walk down the street and talk to God walking down the street. 
How about just a chat? How about a laugh with him? I believe God's got a got a got a, a little bit of a sense of humor. Oh, and I just I just uh, I just turned off all them old old conservative Pentecostals that believe God sits up there with a big old stick and just whacks people on the head. No, I don't believe so. I believe that he has got a sense of humor. I'll prove it to you. Anybody who would make an animal that looked like a duckbill platypus got to have some humor. He had to look around at the angel and said, this is one funny creature right here. This is going to make some people laugh right here. That's an ugly, ugly animal. Think about it for just a minute. When's the last time you had a laugh with God? One of the most amazing services I remember in Starks, and we had more than one, but there was a service that we had that all of a sudden somebody got to laughing. And I've seen this a few times, and I'm going to tell you there's nothing more inspirational and there's nothing more cathartic and there's nothing more uplifting than a laughing fit of the Holy Ghost that falls on a church and everybody gets to laughing and having and the joy of the holy joy the old song says joy it's joy unspeakable and full of glory. Could I tell you, laugh some with Jesus, would you? Go to him and 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 and, and talk to him and let him both humor you and you humor him. Understand we're human and we're gonna humor God with our antics and with our sometimes our crazy stunts and so how about just a chat or a laugh? Look we're just trying to help us get a better life living for God, and that's what I believe we're here to do. Once again, this has been Pastor Randy Hennigan. You've been listening to New Life Living, a podcast that's uh, presented by New Life Tabernacle, 3635 Highway 42 South in Price, Texas. And you can't miss us with a church on the hill. Look, folks, I need you to go out there, and I need you to live a great life while you're living for God. If you need anything... Call us up, find us on Facebook, subscribe, criticize if you want to. We welcome all critics. God bless you. We love you. We praying for you. Have a great life. Live